The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100 and win $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Lost or brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use your promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or the Giants lose their next game. And make sure to enter our World Series Prop Contest. Winner gets $200 in cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. And Peggy the shot to Brown down. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, October 27th, here to talk about some NBA player props. And joining me, uh, as usual, on these Friday episodes through this NBA season for the NBA player props, you know the voice also on the NFL Gambling Podcast. It's my main man, Ryan McIntyre, Moneyline Mac. Ryan, what's going on, buddy? Oh, nothing much, Moonoff. Just another Friday, ready to give out some props. I know the gambling gods owe me one after that Rudy Gobert uh, bad beat last week where we gave out under the 31.5 points and rebounds, and we're on the right side. I mean, Gobert only scores nine points, but the game goes overtime, and then, of course, he grabs 23 rebounds. (laughs) That's that's rough there. That's rough there, Ryan. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think the handicap was correct, but I mean, I guess you kind of just got to bow your head if you know the guy grabs twenty three rebounds. But like you mentioned, it to go, it went into overtime. That's what's kind of um, that kind of if you have an under, that really what kills uh, under uh, under prop bets at least. But yeah, uh, it's just one out of a very long season that we have here, so you know we're we're not too concerned about it. Um, but yeah, we're about what five games each in for. Most teams, I think the fifth game for a lot of teams will be wrapped up uh, tonight on Friday. Um, I know it's still very early on, but kind of want to ask you anything that's kind of stuck out to you, any maybe players or teams outside of the Lakers, because I'm tired of talking about the Lakers, uh, but any other team that's kind of surprised you or players that have kind of caught your eye uh, before we get into the player props? Yeah, no, Munaf, I'm with you. I think everybody in the country knows the Lakers are 0-4. I think a surprise team is the Jazz up top in the West at four and one. Portland as well at four and one. Um, as as it goes for the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks look to part once again in Milwaukee three and zero. Good defensively, Giannis is on a tear as well. So, I think uh, Milwaukee and Boston are on a collision course to meet in the Eastern Conference Finals. I know it's early; injuries can happen, trade deadline, but those two teams seem to be the cream of the crop in uh, the Eastern Conference so far. Yeah, I mean, I thought Boston would take a step back um, this season, especially with everything that kind of happened with the with their head coach uh, Ime Udoka, and thought that some regression was due for this team. But Jason Tatum right now is playing at an MVP level, and they've really changed the the course of how they're playing in Boston, right? And you can attest to this because you know Joe Mazzula. Uh, they're playing with a lot more pace, and and they're playing faster. And I think that's kind of led to their success so far, but. Um, yeah, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, obviously Jason Tatum, Al Horford. I know he missed the game there with a back issue, but 
Yeah, they look like it looks like it's a collision course between the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics. Um, especially for Milwaukee, them without Chris Middleton and missing some depth there with some injuries that they have been dealing with defensively, they've looked really good. Um, I I saw the game between Brooklyn and uh, Milwaukee the other night, and Milwaukee really defensively just put the clamps. I think it was in that fourth quarter where they held them scoreless for like five minutes and then just Giannis went bonkers. I think he scored like 26 points in that second half for the Milwaukee Bucks. So, yeah, you're right. I think Boston and uh, Milwaukee are on a on a on a collision course to maybe meet up in the Eastern Conference Finals. I wanted to ask you about Pablo Pancaro. The guy looks uh, looks like he's already running away from for it with the Rookie of the Year honors. I mean, what he's been able to do scoring the basketball for that Orlando Magic team. Uh, currently, he's averaging let's see here twenty four points per game. He's uh, averaging seven point six rebounds per game. Again, very early on, it's only been five games for him, but he scored at least twenty points in all five games so far for the uh, Orlando Magic. Uh, not sure if you've gotten to see him play. Uh, this season in the NBA, at least, but any takeaways from him? I know they're 0-5, but this guy is putting up the stats right now for the Orlando Magic. Yeah, I was able to catch a little bit of the Boston game last week because obviously I'm following Boston closely because I know Joe Mazzulla. Yeah. So I, uh, he's been awesome. I mean, I know there was controversy. Should they take Holmgren or him and first overall or um, uh, Smith in Houston? Jamar, so yeah, uh, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, he seems to be the right guy so far, and, and they're 0-5, so it's, it looks like they're going to be in the lottery again to get him another running mate uh, come next yeah. draft as well. So kind of the bo- uh, best of both worlds. Yeah, um, he's looked really great. I think he's been going over his uh, points prop, I think, in every single game. I don't think the market has caught up to it. I was looking for that uh, points prop uh, as we were prepping for the show, but it still hasn't been released uh, for uh, the Orlando Magic game yet. But – um, all right, uh, so Ryan, let's get into our player props here for this Friday night schedule. Huge schedule as usual in the NBA on Fridays. Um, so it should be an exciting night of basketball. Uh, so we'll give you guys three player props each, and then we'll end it with one best bet, uh, as we usually do here on the PropCast. Uh, Ryan, I'll let you lead it off first here, my man. What's your first player prop for the night? I'm going to go to the nation's capital, and it's uh, the ESPN game tonight. I'm going to go Bradley Beal over 22-and-a-half. The Pacers are not good defensively. Young team, obviously. And Beal, looking back at the stats against Indiana over his career, he's gone over 22-and-a-half at seven straight meetings with the Pacers. So I'm going to take Beal to light it up on ESPN tonight. I don't understand why this game is on the four-letter network when we have options of either cleveland and yeah. boston or even philly and uh toronto they could have flexed in there but hey it is what it is look yeah i have been fading this pacers team uh since after what i saw game one which was actually against this wizards team uh and they've allowed defensively let's start there they just they're not very good right we know that no. probably with because of rick carlisle and the way he runs his teams um it's more Hey, let's try to outscore our opponents and then kind of just go from there and see what happens. And defensively, especially in that first quarter, and, and this has been something, I know it's not a betting show, but um, their opponent team totals have been cashing their perfect 5-0 and this season. So, you know, if you get to this pod before the game start, which you should, maybe take a look at Wizards' first quarter team total in this game because in that first quarter, Pacers' opponents are averaging, I think, 35.8 points per game, and they've each scored at least 33 points. But to your point of Bradley Beal, I think uh, 
the first game of the regular season, me and Scott had talked about this as well. So I'm glad that you caught this, that he's had success against um, the Indiana Pacers through his career has Bradley Beal. Despite he's only averaging uh, 20 and a half points on the season, but uh, I think the history that he just has against the Indiana Pacers and how bad they are defensively, I'm right there with you on this. So Bradley Beal, over 22 and a half points uh, against the Indiana Pacers here tonight. Um, all right, for my first player prop, I'm going to go over to uh, let's start with the Atlanta Hawks visiting the Detroit Pistons. I'm going to go with Boyan Bogdanovich over 19 and a half points here tonight. You know, Bogdanovich leads the Pistons in points per game so far this season. Again, very small sample, but he is uh, he's really what's what's making the well, the handicap for me is that number one, he's getting the attempts up per game where he's averaging around 15 per game, but also he's shooting at a very high level. He's shooting 53.3% from the field. But I think what else kind of stuck out to me is that he's shooting 51.2% from three point lines so far this season for the Pistons. Um, and then you take a look, these two teams just matched up in their last game. Bogdanovich scored 33 points in that game for the Pistons. And I know that I see Jaden Ivey is going to be questionable tonight. He's battling an illness uh, for the Pistons. So if he's not able to go, like you, I don't think he played in the last game. I think that was what really ad- enabled Bogdanovich to really get up the shots and score points and provide that support to Cade Cunningham. So I think that even if he does go tonight, Jaden Ivey, I think Bogdanovich will still be that guy to provide that scoring support to Cade Cunningham. And for me, like I mentioned, the real thing can really is it's based on his shooting volume and just the high shooting percentage he's had. And I think he can get into uh, the he could get at least 20 points here tonight. I know he's done that. I think only let me see here. I think it's only been twice so far this season. Um, let me see. Give me one second. Uh, yeah, 33 last game, 25 in the game before that against the Wizards. And then he had 24 in the first game against the Orlando Magic. So he's done it three out of the five games so far at 60%. So um, for me, I'm going to go with Bojan Bogdanovich over 19 and a half points here tonight against the Atlanta Hawks here. Uh, Ryan, any thoughts on that? No, I like that one. And we know that the Hawks like to play track meets. They like to get up and down, especially with Trey Young at the point guard position. So, yeah, no, I expect a lot of points in that game and for both teams to get up and down. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it moving here. What do you got for your next player prop? I'm going to go to uh, the same game. I'm going to give out Trey Young over 26 and a half points. I mentioned that these two teams like to play in track meets. Both teams aren't very good defensively for the most part. Last time Trey Young played him, 35 points. I'm going to go over 26 and a half points. And I also like him to go over nine and a half. I like him to have a double double tonight. Okay. Um, yeah, again, I, I think we're just kind of just uh, looking at both of these defenses, just really fading them. And, you know, one thing that did kind of stick out to me is that Trey Young, or sorry, for the Detroit Pistons, they are one of the worst teams or are the worst team uh, defending the point guard position. And I think yes. what you just mentioned right now is that right now the Pistons are allowing 31 points per game to the point guard position. Um, give or take, I don't know if they've really classified DeJounte Murray playing point guard or Trey Young playing point guard, but. I think those guys are pretty much, you know, just playing off of each other and, and you know, getting the assists with one one another and then getting the points. I think it's worked well so far, so far for them. Maybe a few kinks still to work out between Murray and Trey Young, but again, it's only been about four to five games for most of these teams. But so far, both of that, both those guys look really good uh, for this uh, for this Atlanta Hawks team. And like you mentioned there, uh, Ryan Trey Trey Young, he 
really is i mean he's a bucket right look he's averaging 27.8 points per game but i think more importantly what you just mentioned there is that he had 35 points against his pistons team which they're not very good defensively now the only concern i would have is that 16 of those 35 points did come from the free throw line uh, and he hasn't been shooting the ball very well but maybe he's able to turn that around here tonight against the detroit pistons who again like i mentioned are one of the worst teams defending that point guard position and I just pulled it up. He's plus 120, so a little bit of a dog value uh, to be a double-double tonight. So yep. I know he's had he's had two so far this year uh, mm-hmm. against Houston and Orlando. So it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm with you. I think he starts making shots. He has struggled a little bit from the field so far. Yeah. Uh, he's got a 7 for 24, 7 for 22. But he's he's a, you could tell he's a dynamic sore, scorer because yeah. he can still get to the free throw line and still go for 30 at any point. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, it, it could have been almost uh, three double doubles he had on the season. He fell one assist short against the uh, Charlotte Hornets yes. in one of those games. So yeah, I'd love that. Um, all right, for my uh, next player problem, I'm gonna go over to that late night game between uh, my Houston Rockets and the Portland Trailblazers. I'm gonna go with Jeremy Grant over 19 and a half points here tonight. And this one's really predicated on what the injury news that we got about the Portland Trailblazers. Obviously. Um, Damian Lillard is going to miss about one to two weeks with that calf injury. So it's really two guys I'm looking at on this team that are going to have to take the scoring load. And that's going to be Anthony Simons uh, for the Portland Trailblazers and then Jeremy Grant, who they acquired in the offseason. And I know that Jeremy Grant ha- hasn't been really able to score a lot of points so far for the Portland Trailblazers. But I think this is a buy low spot where maybe the market hasn't caught up and they're going to have to rely on a guy like Jeremy Grant to score points for them. Um, he's only had two games out of the five so far where he scored 20 or more points. But I think, again, with them missing their best player by far and their superstar player in Jeremy Grant, I'm sorry, in Damian Lillard, I think this is an opportunity where we'll see more shot volume for Jeremy Grant, more minutes being played, even though he's already averaging 35 minutes per game so far this season. Um, and then he hasn't, he's shooting the, um, ball pretty well from three-point land. He's at 42.1%, and from the field overall, 46.2%. So I think there's an opportunity at a buy-low spot. Jeremy Grant over 19.5 points. No, I like that, and you mentioned it with Lillard. I mean, there were more opportunities to score, so I like that angle as well. And Portland's been sneaky on teams, especially out west at home. Yeah, they have. And look, they what what four and one now. Yeah. Uh, only reason they lost that last game is because you know Damian Lillard missed. I think most of that second half when he left with that injury. Um, but this Portland team, I think it took a it took an off season for Chauncey Billups to maybe you know integrate his system into the uh, Portland Trailblazers and getting the players and 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 health was a big concern for this team last year as well for the Blazers where you know Damian Lillard missed more than half of the season. Nurkic was out. They went out and got Jeremy Grant. Anthony Simons took a next step forward. So this team looks like it's going to be pretty good. Now it'll be interesting to see how this team responds without their uh, their best player, Damian Lillard. So I think that responsibility will find, fall on Simmons and uh, Jeremy Grant here. All right, before we get over to our next player props, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor, WinBet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, well, WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with win rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet win hour each Thursday from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Central – sorry, 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get $100 in free bets. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers of to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast, and they're giving away a chance to win your choice of either an autographed Lawrence Taylor or autographed Brian Dawkins jersey. Contest is completely free to enter. All you got to do is uh, follow three simple steps. Number one, subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Two, comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. And three, turn your notifications on so you don't miss SGP contacting you when you when you are announced as the winner. So again, subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast, comment on a video and each video that's put up, it's a new chance to win and make sure you have those notifications on because when you win SGP can contact you as the winner. And last but not least, make sure to enter our world series prop contest. Winner gets $200 in cash and a $200 SGPN gift card. Enter today exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, Ryan, let's get into our third player prop here. Uh, What do you got for our listeners? So I love taking good teams after a loss, and Boston laid an egg on Monday night. And before that, they kind of were playing with fire when they almost lost to Orlando as well. I'm going to take Jalen Brown over 23.5 points. I'm looking at his last couple games. He's really struggled shooting the ball since opening night, 8 of 23 in that loss, and then – the game before that, 4 of 16 from the field. So combined, what, 12 of 39. I look for Boston to get him right back at home in front of the Garden crowd against the Cavs tonight and go over that 23 and a half. Yeah, he has been struggling. It's really been Jason Tatum uh, yeah. that's kind of been the guy for, at least scoring-wise, for um, the Boston Celtics. And you know, right now, at least for Tatum, he's averaging, what, 32 and a half points per game. I mean, he's just been on an insane run. But now it's a time for Jalen Brown to really, you know, help his co-star there in Boston. I mean, he's averaging 24 points per game, but he just hasn't been shooting the ball very well. And look, he's mm-hmm. getting the attempts up every yes. single game, right? And I think that's the big thing that's kind of sticking out. He's played uh, at least 34 or more minutes in every single one of the games so far for the Boston Celtics. He's also averaging 20.3 attempts per game as well. Like I mentioned, he's at 47% from the field, um, only 32% from three-point line. But I think this is an opportunity for him here tonight to really, you know, step out of it. They're going up against Cleveland. I think that attention will go to Cleveland. Uh, sorry, for uh, Cleveland defenders to really focus on Jason Tatum. Maybe that opens the door for uh, Jalen Brown here tonight. And you know, we know Donovan Mitchell doesn't play a lot of defense. Um, so I think that the opportunity is going to be there for you know both Jason Tatum, but more importantly, Jason. Uh, sorry, uh, Jalen Brown to score some points here tonight for the uh, Boston Celtics. So I love that play as well. Um, all right, for my next play, I'm going to go over to that uh, Utah Jazz and the Denver Nuggets game. I'm going to go with the Joker. It's a little square play, but I'm going over on his points here tonight. It's currently listed at 26 and a half. I think this number is a little conservative for me for the Joker. And you know, these two teams matched up for the first uh, game of the regular season. 
And the Jazz absolutely smashed the Nuggets in that game. I think they kind of caught them off guard. Maybe they were looking ahead to the Golden State Warriors game the next night. But I think it's a little revenge opportunity for the Denver Nuggets here tonight. But Jokic has had plenty of success scoring the basketball against the Jazz. And I really don't want to put too much stock into that because that was a different team from what it is this season, right? I mean, we talked about the Rudy Gobert and the Donovan Mitchell-led teams with the Utah Jazz in the past, but this is a different team. But I think in that first game or in that first game against the Denver Nuggets, he did score 27 points exactly. But I think as we're kind of seeing this, this season progress, with Jamal Murray trying to get back in the fold, will MPJ getting back in the fold? I think Joker really has to be that guy for them. And I think tonight, going up against the Jazz, who do have one of the best defenses against that point guard position, so I expect Jamal Murray to struggle here tonight. But I think that opens the door for Joker to be inside, dominating that paint, scoring points for this team. So I, I think that he can get at least 27, if not close to 30 points here tonight for the Denver Nuggets. So I'm going to go with a joker over 26 and a half points here tonight. Uh, Ryan, any thoughts on the joker tonight? Yeah, no, I love that play because you mentioned it. This Utah Jazz team is different than they've been in the past. There's no Rudy Gobert guarding him. So, um, yeah, no, I like the Jokic, uh, the Joker to get over that point total. They, uh, they need a win. They need to get back on track, the Nuggets. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into our best bets for this Friday night schedule in the NBA. Um, these are the two bets that we'll give, or one bet each that we'll give out as our best bets that we're putting a little more coin on. So uh, why don't you lead us off here, Ryan? What's your best bet for tonight? So this is also kind of a square play. You think about the the Joker. Who's the other best big? Joel Embiid. The Sixers are one of four. They're desperate. A little. It's still early, but a little bit desperate tonight. I'm going over ten and a half rebounds for Joel Embiid. In the last two games, he's combined for ten rebounds altogether, five and five. I thought that was a misprint when I checked it, and so I, I uh, expect Joel Embiid to get back to getting his over ten and a half rebounds tonight. Yeah, it's uh, I don't, I don't say it's not desperate times right now for the Philadelphia 76ers, but there's just something not right with this team right now. Whether that's no, yeah, Joel Embiid, maybe he's not in shape, or maybe he's dealing with an injury that we don't know about yet. But I mean, for the first three games of the regular season, he was dominating on the boards, right? Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, at 13, 12, 15 against his first three opponents. Last two games, it just hasn't been there for him. So. I think for this team to have success, number one, they're going to have to lock down on defense against this Raptors team where they gave up 119 points uh, to them. Um, and they're really going to have to like, limit the second-chance points opportunities that uh, they're going to allow, which, again, falls on the shoulders of Joel Embiid rebounding the basketball for this team. So um, I think, yeah, tonight maybe the opportunity for him to get back, get that double-double going again, you know, score another 30-plus points, but more importantly for your best bet, score at, get at least 11 rebounds. Uh, against this Toronto Raptors team. Um, all right, for my best bet, it's also going to be a, um, a rebounding prop. I'm going to go back to that first game that we talked about at volumes, which was between the Atlanta Hawks and the Detroit Pistons. I'm going to go with John Collins over eight and a half rebounds here tonight. Um, you know, we talked about how these two teams are matching up for the second time in as many nights here. But the Detroit Pistons are allowing the second most rebounds to their opponents through their first about five games here. Collins has been dominating on the boards for the Hawks early uh, on in the season so far. He's averaging 10.5 rebounds per game. He also has been in double-digit rebounds in three straight games. But what I like even more about Collins is that he is on the floor a lot 
for the Atlanta Hawks. He is a, he is second on the team in minutes played per game, right behind uh, only DeJounte Murray, who's around 39 minutes per game in DeJounte Murray. And I think that uh, – or John Collins is around, around 36 minutes per game. The last uh, game, like we mentioned, these two teams matched up. Um, where John Collins grabbed 11 rebounds for the Atlanta Hawks, and Pistons are allowing 13.8 rebounds per game to that power forward position. And I think the one thing that also kind of um, I loved about this is that Clint Capella is he's kind of taken not a backseat, I want to say, but the minutes aren't there for him. And I think this was something that I noticed last season where the, the second half of the year that his minutes had had, had significantly been reduced and this season, he's only played in one game where he's had 30 or more minutes. In the other games, it's been 26, 23, and 26. But he's still been effective on the boards. But I just like the fact that John Collins has been doing really well rebounding, but also that he's been playing a lot of minutes for this Atlanta Hawks team. So I think that, again, this might be another game where he does get into double digits and makes it four straight games where he's in double-digit rebounding. So a couple of ways you may want to attack this, I'm already on the over eight and a half on his reboundings. But if you want to take a look at a double-double here tonight for John Collins as well, that's at plus 155 here tonight um, for the Atlanta Hawks. So I think that, number one, he will get the points. And I think that he will uh, get into uh, double-digit rebounds here. So for the best bet, over eight and a half rebounds here tonight for John Collins here. Ryan, any thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I like that because I'm looking back at what he did against the Pistons last year. I know they're a little bit different this year, but – Three out of the last five meetings, he's got a double-double. So that plus 155, I like the price of that. And the other two times that he didn't get it, 22-7 and seven and 14-9. and nine. So he's been right there in all of the last five games against these Detroit Pistons. Yep. I love it. All right. Uh, so just to recap our best bets, uh, both are rebounding props. Ryan is going with Joel Embiid over 10.5 rebounds. And uh, my best bet is going to be John Collins uh, over eight and a half rebounds as well. Uh, another rebounding prop. So hopefully the rebounds are a plenty here tonight for our guys here. Uh, that's going to do it for this edition of the prop cast uh, short and simple. Hopefully this is uh, something you guys can listen on the way home, driving home from work or if you're bored on the office on a Friday afternoon or at lunch or just working out, whatever the case might be. Hopefully we put some winners in your pocket here tonight. Uh, Ryan, anything else before we get out of here, buddy? No, not really. I mean, go check us out on the NFL pod. Moonoff and I are both over there as well. And uh, college basketball is here as well. So I know it's NBA season and college hoops. So go check out the college basketball experience as well. Colby and I are previewing a bunch of teams right now. Yeah. Well, how, uh, how far are we from college basketball? Uh, ten, 10 days. November 7th is opening night. So it'll be here before you know it. Yeah, there you go. Make sure to check out the guys over on the college experience, both college football and, again, like Ryan mentioned, college basketball is just right around the corner. Um, and so make sure to get in all those team previews. Those guys are animals over there going through every single team preview uh, for the college season. Uh, like Ryan mentioned, also check out the NFL Gambling Podcast as well. A lot of great stuff happening there. And make sure to get into that World Series prop contest. It's free to enter. Uh, it's a $200 uh, gift card to SGPN and also $200 in cash if you do win it for the world series all right that's gonna do it for the propcast. me and rod will be back later for the nfl week eight player prop so look out for that till then good luck with your picks let's break these books off and let it ride <laughs>